Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. I had to take opportunity. I, I, you know, the one thing I've noticed the fleet with me, he doesn't want me to sing. He just doesn't. I said, I want this thing to be a little bit of music. Well, there's things, there's that. I get it. I like to sing every once in a while. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you for one more, one last hour. We got one more silver dollar. We're not going to let him catch us, no, on this five-hour midnight ride right here on the fan. We opened the show up with Otani, as everyone was talking about Otani. The whole world was captured by Otani, although he wasn't in the... This is how impressive he is. He's the story of the All-Star game when he didn't take part in the home run derby. He didn't really do anything in the game, but he's the story because there's a possibility he gets traded. He's obviously doing things we've never seen before. And the entire crowd in Seattle is chanting, come to Seattle. This is a guy who's played and beat, you know, played against them in the division for so long. But uh, in my estimation, I don't understand anyone who doesn't think that the Mets should do everything they can to make sure he's here. Both, you know, moving forward more than anything else. And the best option for that is to trade for him. And I believe very firmly that you need to bring him in here so you can ease his mind about his worries about the East Coast. And mainly, the main thing for me is Steve Cohen is the owner you've all dreamed of. Steve Cohen is now the guy who owns the team. He's no longer the Wilpons. The Mets have the richest owner in baseball. The richest owner in baseball. And there is advantage of that. And you know what it is? It's him spending money for great players. And this player is the greatest baseball player who's ever lived. That's not hyperbolic. That just happens to be the truth, considering what he does. He hits more home runs than anyone, and he's the hardest pitcher to get a hit against in Major League Baseball. He has the best batting average against, and he's a 300 hitter who's going to hit 50 home runs. He is, quite honestly, simply put, amazing. And if you're going to have the richest owner in baseball, What's the benefit? What's the point of having him 
if you're not willing to give him, this kind of player, the contract to bring him here. And the only way you guarantee that is if he hits the trade market. Now, if he doesn't hit the trade market, none of this is 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 worth talking about. He ends up staying with the Angels. The Angels try and sign him in the offseason. Then he hits the offseason and hits uh, you know, free agency. And then, yes, yeah, Steve Cohen can offer him whatever he wants. But if he does hit the trade market, if he makes it known to Anaheim that he doesn't want to stay, if Anaheim makes it known to the rest of baseball that they are going to move him and they are accepting trade offers, the only way to guarantee that the benefit of having the most rich and wealthy owner in the sport, the only way to guarantee that being useful in this scenario is to bring him here to make sure that check gets put in Otani's face. Because if he gets traded to the Dodgers or he gets traded somewhere on the West Coast where he's comfortable and he feels like it's a good situation, and you know everyone's going to be willing to pay him, He's the best player in baseball. He's the best, arguably the best player who ever lived. They're all going to give him money. If he goes to the Dodgers and who's, who've sat out last offseason in really under the understanding of probably attacking the Otani free agency, if they are allowed to trade for him, he's never leaving that building. They are going to offer him an extension, and he's probably going to sign it. Or at least I'd be too afraid that it never comes my way. So yeah, for the chance of trading, for the chance of signing him, I'm willing to give up these prospects. I draw the line at Alvarez because of what he is as a a possible 30-35 home run hitting young catcher, which also doesn't exist. Not quite the same as doing both pitching and hitting, but still very rare to find a catcher with 35 home runs this this day and age. That's why I, that's why I wanted to hang on to Gary Sanchez forever because if he's right, there's not a lot of guys who do it. But there's still plenty of guys. There's Beatty, there's Vientos, there's uh, Mauricio. They could even trade Scherzer to get more prospects to include them in the Otani trade. I do whatever it takes to get him here to convince him, A, that he can win here. The West, the West Coast, East Coast thing isn't a problem, that he can he can function here, he can, he can be here. You put him around Lindor, you put him around Alonzo. And even if they don't win this year, one, it dramatically changes them because it, it, it answers their DH question. It also puts another arm in the, the rotation, and not just any arm, one of the best arms in all of baseball. It helps you in the rotation. It helps you in the middle of the lineup. You might actually go on a run. But even if you don't accomplish and finish off the run and get into the postseason, you've had months here to, to explain to him why this is the place to be, along with the best owner in baseball and the richest owner in baseball. Probably in that time frame, you tell him that the new baseball, the head of baseball operations, the president of baseball operations is Stearns, who's got a, a great reputation for Milwaukee, and you tell him everything's on the up and up and that I'm the richest owner in baseball and this is my passion project, and I'm telling you, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. We won last year this year just didn't work out for us but i'm i am full steam ahead to provide you a team that will win and that's the only way to guarantee it and i want that and how could you not want that how could that not be the only thing you're thinking of as you watch this guy do things that we've never seen done before that we did not think possible Why have the richest owner in baseball if you don't do everything you can to bring the best player in baseball to your team when he's available? And if he hits free agency, great. Give him the biggest contract, and it's easy. You don't have to give up players. But if he hits the trade market, I would be 
deathly afraid that he gets traded to a West Coast team and then just says, this is exactly what I wanted. I'm a Dodger now. Give me the long-term deal, and I don't have to listen to Steve Cohen. And the and the money's, the owner's money stays in his pocket, and he never gets the opportunity to even offer it to him. So that's where I am. I think, I think you, you you're nuts if you don't want to bring him here at all costs to try and figure out a way to keep him here long term. Because he's only getting better. I know it might not last forever. If you give him a ten year deal, he's not going to be this for ten years. If he is, he's a modern marvel. But. Can it be four years? Can it be five years? He's getting better. He's better than last year. Last year, he was better than the year before. He certainly as a pitcher. He keeps getting better. He's on pace for 60 home runs, and he's he's on pace to, you know, be to get Cy Young votings. Like, what do we – he's Aaron Judge with Cy Young votings. With votes. Votings. He's Aaron Judge with Cy Young votes. And you're going to quibble about, you know, Beatty, Vientos, and Marassia? Um He's like, it's the second time I've had problems saying it. Mauricio, come on. You do it. You do it now. 877-337-6666. Stuart in Brooklyn. What's up, Stu Pot? What's up, brother? Where are you calling from? It sounds a million miles away. Um, sorry. How about now? Is it better? No, not really. So make your point quickly, Stu. Uh, let, let me get out of the noise. Uh, make my point. Let's yeah, if you can. Better? You know, is I'm better? trying. Is it better? Not really. Just go and make your point. Fine. It's better. It's, it's right. really great. I, I hear you crystal clear. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's say this much. I would like to see uh, the Yankees just get rid of Donaldson and, uh, Grable yeah, I, I understand that. I'm sorry, your phone's bad. Yeah, you want to get rid of Donaldson. Great. I understand, Stu. I'm sorry. Call me back uh, tomorrow. The phone line was crappy, and then you said you want to get rid of Donaldson. Great. I know. You want to get rid of Donald. You want to get rid of everyone who's not good. You want to trade him for someone who's great. Fine. Let's let's do that. You want to do that, Mike? You up for it? Let's let's take every bad player on the Yankees and trade him for a great player. Let's see. Let's call up San Diego and see if they'll take Donaldson, Severino. Uh, DJ LeMayhew, Kyna Falefa, uh, you know, Bowers. We'll give him everybody and see if you want if we can get Juan Soto back. Just be quick before another team thinks of it. <laughs> yeah. Alberta Brayu. We'll give them all those guys and we'll get Soto back. Uh, you don't forget about Glaber. Oh, and he said Glaber too, right? Glaber. That's fair. Well, I mean if you throw on Glaber. I mean, and now you're talking. Now you're cooking with gas. Right. You give a team eight or ten <laughs> players for one. How, how can they, they pass say it no? Up? It's eight for one. I mean, geez. You're robbing us. Pat in the Bronx. What's up, Pat? How you doing, Chris? Good I'm, job. I'm doing great, brother. How are you? I'm doing good. You want a little bit of the Grinch for a second? Yeah, give it to me one more time. You sound, yeah, I love it. Good. The three words that best describe you are as follows, <laughs> and I quote. Stink, stank, stunk. Excellent. I love it, Pat. That you, That's tremendous. Do you do that during Christmas? I, I, I probably could if your kids wanted to. Oh, my God, absolutely. I'm thinking about you just making a recording for me, and I'll play it with, for my kids. That's tremendous. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I, I'm still watching the Mets, of course. Silly me. 
And your points about the Mets acquiring Otani are sound. That's what we did with Lindor, right? We traded for yeah. him. We knew he was coming up for a contract, and we got him. Yep. That's what we should do with Otani. I mean, money is no object. You know, let's put some fannies in the seats. The Mets fans are fickle. But I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers for the upcoming season. Oh, sure. Should I, should I be Verlander worried? Should I be Tom Gladden yeah. worried? Should um, I be worried? I think inherently, this, you know, it's, it's funny because that, that's kind of where, uh, as I was ending the show, uh, as Carton and Roberts was coming to an end, that's where Evan was, was starting to feel like the idea that it's, it's destined and doomed for failure along the lines of so many of these guys for both of the teams you mentioned have come here and stunk. Hall of Fame players who have been terrible coming here, Scherzer, Verlander, Roberto Alomar, the list goes on and on. Um, Mo Vaughn, although he's not a Hall of Famer, but you get it. Uh, although he wasn't terrible at times. Anyway. Tom Glavin, you're right. Um, I don't. I wouldn't be too worried about that. No, I think he's. I think he's still uh, great. And there's some feedback in your line, Pat. Thank you for calling. Um, he's been. He had a down year last year. He did have an injury. I'm not worried about him being bad. The real thing with him for me is you got to make sure. You know, I think the offensive line it will be good enough to protect him. I also think he's. You know, he he does have his injuries and stuff when he gets hit, but. For the most part, he's a he's a savvy veteran quarterback. He gets rid of the football. I think it's a little overblown that because of his age and because of the fact that he's not you know extremely athletic or isn't really known as a running quarterback. Although I could argue with you, he's he's pretty good at getting four yards on on third and three uh, with his feet. But because of that, you need some kind of great offensive line in front of him. You need a good offensive line no matter who the quarterback is. Let's be honest. Patrick Mahomes couldn't beat Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl because the offensive line was getting run over. If, if the offensive line getting run over, they're not going to win no matter who the quarterback is. So, yeah, you need a good offensive line. I think it's a little overblown that they need the you know, world-class best offensive line in football because they have a 40-year-old quarterback or whatever. I think it's a little overblown. But, yeah, can you keep him healthy because he has had injuries? And then, too, it's winning the big game. I don't think there's any doubt, especially with the talent the Jets have, at the wide receiver position, the hell, they might still add Cook, and we'll get to that as we go along here and we get closer to camp and then we get closer to that signing, although I think he's probably going to be a Dolphin. But, I mean, they're going to have plenty of talent. They're going to have plenty of talent. Offense, defense, I think they're going to be a great team. I really do think they're going to be a very good team, and I think they're going to be a playoff team. The question is, his bugaboo and the real problem with Aaron Rodgers is he hasn't won the big game enough considering how good he is. And even the last game he played, he had no – I mean, I understand that that the the Lions are on the rise and they're a sexy pick this year, uh, and they finished their season strong, but they had nothing to play for, and he got beat at home by the Detroit Lions in a game that would have put him in the playoffs. He's, he's lost home playoff games time and time again. That's the issue for me because uh, we've seen him have down seasons. He's had seasons where you thought the career was over, and he followed him up with back-to-back MVPs. I still think he's a great player. And I think the Jets are going to be really, really good. The question is, can he win the big game? And can he stay healthy? So I I don't think you have as much. I don't think he'll be. I mean, I guess Max Scherzer is a good indicator because last year his ERA was terrific. He pitched really well for the most part, had a couple of injuries. And then when the games mattered, he was awful. And he's kind of carried that over into this season. But could you get like a last season Max Scherzer where overall it's it, the play is solid, the big moments fail, and you deal with some injuries? Yeah, yeah, that's po- that's possible. And plus, if the feeling is just it's the Jets, it's going to go wrong. I mean, I think that's faulty logic and unfortunate thinking, but it's hard to argue with you because that's kind of what happens to the Jets. It's been 10 years. And let me just say this quickly about the Jets because I heard Tiki and um, 
Tierney talking about this. They still haven't announced that it's going to be them for the for Hard Knocks, and you know how much the Jets are against it. And I don't know if that's what's holding it up, but it's the it's the latest into the year without announcing the Hard Knock team that HBO's had. It's typically done in like March and April, but a few years ago it was done the the July second or something. So we're in uncharted waters with them not announcing it's the Jets, and the Jets are giving them a hard time and don't want it and everything. Like, boo who? I'm sorry. Don't be awful for a decade. There are rules to this thing. And if you are, if you make the playoffs, if you meet some of the criteria, they can't tell you that you're the team. And, oh, it's unfair. If they don't want to do it, they shouldn't have to do it. The league has used this as a promotion. You're in the NFL, all right? You have to play in London. You have to play in Mexico City. You have to do certain things, and you have to be part of the hard knocks if, or you can't at least say no, if you don't meet certain criteria. How about you meet it? How about you don't be a miserable team for a decade and have no choice but to be told to do hard knocks? Like, it's oh my, it's so unfair. The crybaby. Do the freaking show. You know you're interesting. You got the you got the quarterback. You understand why you're getting picked. Quit crying about it and just go about your business. And show your fans why you're going to have a great year this year instead of crying about the cameras being there. And Tiki and Tierney are talking about how could the Jets could give them a hard time and the show could be confrontational. Just just have a training camp and do the show and make the playoffs. You don't have to worry about doing it again. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. All right. 426. McMonagle here with you on the fan. Taking you for another half hour or so to the warm-up show. Al and Jerry are in the building ready to go. Let's get back to the phone calls, 877-337-6666. Again, you can also hit me up on Twitter, at CMACWFAN. Let's get to Maury and Belmore. What's up, Maury? What's up, CMAC? Great show as usual. Oh, thank you, buddy. Uh, got three things. Number one, uh, when, you, when you're singing, when we come back, I know our leagues doesn't like it. It doesn't sound great over the, over the, over the airwaves. Don't get me wrong. It's not your voice. I don't know. It just doesn't sound great. Oh, and you I got completely disagree, Maury. You're you breaking my heart. Good. I love your singing. You do great. Uh, and then you got the bumpers from the 80s and 90s. At some point, we have to pay for new bumpers because, come on, the lead-up songs are like from the 80s, the 90s. Uh, the, the Veggie King has to invest in some new songs. Just just say. Just say. <laughs> He's more out the And then, yeah, please. 
uh, you know, maybe something past yeah, 1998. Sure. Why don't you why don't you make a why don't you make a list and have it ready for tomorrow? Give me a call. I'm going to, yes, yes. Okay. So best best Beatles album real quick. Can we agree or disagree? What is yours? Abbey Road. Uh, okay. So I'm with you. I was gonna say I thought you were say, gonna say Revolt, but Abbey Road to Wait, me. Wait, which is the which out al- which what which album? Wait, what'd you think I, I was think gonna say? Revolver? Yeah, Revolver? no, I'm no Revolver, yeah. Revolver. No, uh, I I'm an Abbey Road man. Revolver they're all great, yeah. but I I think Abbey Road's their best. That's my favorite. No, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Good. So now, we'll last agree. but not least, mm-hmm. uh, with what is according to Vegas? Yep. Uh, Yanks uh, might, uh, you know, sixth to to make to, the closest to win the World Series. You know, you know they used to be third. Uh, right. Question: Ram, Do you think there's a fifty percent chance that both the Yanks and the Mets miss the playoffs this year? Fifty percent uh... or more. No, I, I, I would say I would say it's it's better than that. That 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 yeah. uh, well actually, where I no, I think it's it's less than that. Less that they'll both that. miss. Better, yes. better chance. Better chance that would be a better chance than one of them make. Because I'll be totally honest with you, and you could call me a Yankee fan or whatever. They may when when they have expectations to make the playoffs, they make it. Uh, they figure yep. it out every single year. They're a game out of the playoffs right now. Uh, I, they're going to get judged back eventually. Hopefully, they're going to make moves to the deadline. They typically figure it out. Now, again, postseason success is another story, but they typically get there. So right now, I would not take uh, even money on the Yankees uh, missing the playoffs. All right, now one last thing. Mm-hmm. The storms. Were you affected by the storms up there? In no, uh, thank God, and, and thank you for the call, Maury. No, I wasn't. Uh, so a lot of the uh, Hudson Valley was. I saw. I've seen all the pictures of even you know roads decimated by the floods and the storms. It was crazy. Uh, I know the rain was really was rough up there, but no. Thankfully, uh, in Warwick, we were. I got lucky. I got very lucky. Everything was fine. No, we didn't even lose power for any extended period of time. Uh, everything was great. So thankfully, that was uh, not an issue. But it it did get hit hard. It did get hit very hard. The rain and the storms were crazy, and you could hear the lightning and the thunder in the distance. I mean, it was it was no joke. But yeah, a lot of people dealing with flooding. That's uh, unfortunate up in the Hudson Valley. But no, I was good. I was protected, thankfully. I don't know, made it through. But the I've we lose power up there a lot. I don't know why. I have a generator; it helps, but. Still, the storms can be pretty bad up there. And the cold, it could get cold in the winter. You'd be surprised. It's only like, you know, I don't know, 50 miles from the city. But it it is freezing up there in the winter. Absolutely freezing. 877-337-6666. The other bit of news there that, uh, you know, Marco played at, at the 4 o'clock update and we've been talking about is Brett Boone uh, did make an announcement about Aaron Judge. I don't know if you want to call it an announcement, but he was on with Zach Elb the great Zach Elb. And he talked about how he's heard, and obviously he does have the uh, benefit of being the brother of the Yankee manager, although he said he didn't come from there, that Judge's return is imminent after the All-Star break. I think that the the quote was uh, pretty much, he's heard he'll, he'll return soon after the All-Star break. I don't know what that means. I doubt very, very much. I would almost you know, be be certain he's not going to, follow them on the road. I doubt very much he's going to be in Colorado over the weekend, and I doubt he's going to be in L.A. Uh, at the beginning of next week. The earliest, if it's if if it's true that you could have him return as soon, you know, if it's imminent, the earliest it could possibly be is like Kansas City by next weekend, but I doubt very much that's going to happen too. I, I doubt very, very much. I hate to, you know, not not believe the Boone brothers, 
or because he kind of said in the interview with John Boy, he kind of just went through things. He's like, we'll have this one back. We'll have Judge back. So it seems like they're all pretty confident Judge is coming back. What he'll be when he gets back, I don't know. But even Judge not going to Seattle for the All-Star game, I took as kind of a compliment, because uh, uh, a good sign. Because if he were really far away or really, con- you know, if the idea was he's really in bad shape and it's a long time or there's some concern about him not coming back at all, you know, why not go to Seattle and enjoy yourself and tip your cap? I know, I think he does take the responsibility of being voted in as an all-star and being one of, if not the face of baseball, obviously, I think with Otani, now he's not the face of baseball, but one of the faces of baseball. I think he does kind of take that seriously. Captain of the Yankees, represent the Yankees. I do believe he wanted to be in Seattle. And the idea that he didn't go to really rehab the toe makes me think maybe he's he's fairly close. But I would sign right now for the first week of August. I'll give me the rest of July. I'll gladly take the first week of August and hope the Yankees can can keep their heads afloat for the next three weeks. But the issue is, what's he going to be when he gets back? How much is this toe going to hamper him? We all know the injury. We all know the idea that it could be surgery after. It could be something that will probably bother him at some level the rest of the year, if not even longer than that. And he's talked about it. Like there were some quotes uh, a few weeks ago, a few uh, maybe a week and a half ago, uh, that judge was making talking about this could be a you know thing that's bothering him for years, and not necessarily that this injury per se will hamper him for years or you know will will that he'll be dealing with this pain for years, but it's more of like every once in a while it may pop up. Like he talked about a pinky that he dislocated or a finger he dislocated that still years later on on some days or he does the wrong thing. And it hurts more than just general soreness, and he's got to deal with it. It is an injury I fear on some level he will be dealing with for a long time. I, I hated when it was a toe. I hate the, the feet. The last thing I want to hear is is feet hurt, honestly. I mean, I mean, if it's a pitcher, elbow, shoulder, yeah. But just, just an everyday player, a toe is almost as bad as it can get. They're very fickle, and we're seeing it now. We're seeing how long he's been out running into a wall, jammed his toe, and he's out for months. Because he tore this ligament. And I'm concerned he's going to be hampered by it for a long time. I am. They just signed him to a nine-year deal. This is very concerning. I don't think his career is over. I think, you know, people will speculate on that and, and talk, you know, hope maybe surgeries in the offseason. I don't know if he'll never be the same. Like, those are all fears, legitimate fears. But I don't think we're at the point where we're overly, overly concerned that that's the case. But at the same time... We all know what this team is and what it's not. And what it's not is capable of winning without Aaron Judge. Is it capable of making the postseason? I think with the pitching, if they still attack the trade deadline, it's possible the team makes the playoffs. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. It's unlikely. I wouldn't I wouldn't bet it. But I still think with the bullpen, with the rotation, if some of these guys, if Rizzo wakes up, if Stan decides to wake up, if DJ LeMahieu just becomes an average baseball player, not even what he used to be, just an average baseball player, if they attack the trade deadline and get a, another bat in here, if they strengthen their bullpen, and that's what Brian Hoke told me the other day, is that the rumor is he's hearing that they're they're looking at pitching right now at the trade deadline. So maybe they're looking to strengthen their strength before they attack a weakness, which is a, a plausible tactic and a, and a good, you know, makes plenty of sense, but... The idea is what you need. You really need a left fielder. You really need a third baseman. You need more bats in this pitiful lineup. And I don't think 
as much as I like the hiring of Sean Casey, and I think it could, as well as change a little bit of the fundamentals and change a little bit about how they attack and help see some things that maybe you know Dylan Lawson didn't see and change a couple things uh, fundamentally. I also think just the idea of him breaking up the monotony of just failing and failing and you know going deeper and deeper into the notebook, like the idea of just going in there talking, you know, silly, breaking the atmosphere up, understanding he's a player who's you know, been in, in a major league clubhouse before, gone through struggles, someone who can break the tension, tell stories about the old days in baseball, make Rizzo laugh. Like, literally, I know that sounds silly, but I think that's a lot of it right now as opposed to a Dylan Lawson who was probably had his, who felt like he was underwater, who had no answers for any of this and just kept looking deeper and deeper into a notebook and having a uh, a former MVP in in Donaldson, a former MVP in Stanton, a former World Series champion at Rizzo, looking at him like you are clueless. Like, you have no answers for me. You, what's the point of talking to you again about the same stuff? Where maybe a uh, you know a Sean Casey can come in, lighten the mood, talk about different things about when he was going through a struggle, he tried this. It's just a different element. As well as a different, you know, way to attack hitting. That's part of. That's obviously part of it. Uh, he, they wouldn't hire him if he wasn't good at communicating. Um, you know what he did. You know, fundamentally and and stance wise or hitting wise, and you know, the the different uh, things that go into a baseball swing, but also just a different way to approach what a hitting coach is. Because for me, hitting coaches are more than just, you know how to get off your A swing, it's also confidence. Like breeding confidence into the player is probably, in my opinion, the most important thing some of these coaches do. And it got to the point where Dylan Lawson probably had no confidence in himself, let alone trying to instill in confidence in his players. And I think that's the biggest thing. And to bring someone who might lighten the, the mood a little bit, friends of the manager, just change the whole dynamic between hitter and coach, I think is as important as anything. But I still don't expect dramatic change like really dramatic dramatic change so things need to change but if judge doesn't come back they aren't winning anything significant they there's a chance they get into a postseason but can they win a postseason series can they really be a threat to get through the american league no they cannot so as much as i i hope brett boone is correct in the fact that it's imminent and it could be right around the corner i also don't want him rushed because they need him good when he comes back I don't want him, you know, running around hobbled out there because he felt like he needed to come back. I I, I really hope I, it sounds like they are. I don't think Judge is going to rush it. I think they understand the fact they just signed him to a nine-year contract. And as important as the next few weeks are, the next few years are still outweigh it. And I don't know what he can do. I don't know if this is the kind of injury that can get worse. I think it's probably more the idea that it's the kind of injury you favor and hurt other things and get into bad habits or deal with other things, pain tolerance with the toe, but not necessarily getting worse. Just, oh, because of the toe, I've been favoring that. Now my, my the other leg's calf muscle is out of way, like that kind of thing, where it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy and it's injury after injury and feeling this after that. Like, that's what you don't want. You want them out there running good. You want them out there feeling good. And I don't know if that's... A couple, if that's a week away, that seems like a stretch to me. We know what we think. What do you think? Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com.
Watching the highlights of the All-Star Game now on TV. Obviously, took place last night. The National League won the for the first time since 2012. 3-2. to two. Elias uh, Diaz hit a two-run home run to win the game. Garrett Cole started the game. It was actually a interesting start of the game, Cole. In the shadows where you thought the pitcher had the advantage, Cole got, you know, hit hard the first two at-bats. And both great catches at the wall. He, he he came this close to giving up two home runs, which I would have loved the conversation if Cole got hit for two home runs. You see, he can't. When he faces good hitters, this is what happens. Cole he gives up the home runs. You can't trust this guy. But he gets through, he gets through the inning in those ugly uniforms. I mean, just I don't know why they don't play in the the teams' unis. I'm watching like old highlights now. The 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 2001 game in Seattle, the last time the game was in Seattle, it had a lot of things going on. I forgot that this game was so impactful. Obviously, it's the, I think it's the last All-Star game for both Cal Ripken and Tony Gwynn. It's the game where Alex Rodriguez walks over and gives Cal Ripken third base. I just saw it's also the game where the bat gets broken and flung at Tommy Lasorda. I think Derek Jeter just hit a home run. Why do I not remember this game that well? A lot happened in this game in 2001. I remember that time of the sort of thing, and then Barry Bonds walks out and gives him, like, the catching gear. <laughs> it was all Vlad- Vladimir Guerrero broke his back. Broke his back, excuse me. Broke his bat, and it went flying to Tommy Lasorda, coaching third base. So a lot when I was the, the last game for those two great players players they move the the moment where he moves over to third and Cal Ripken hit the home run won the MVP Jeter hit a home run and Tommy Lasorda took a took a spill that's a that's a famous all-star game I didn't know all that happened in the same game I don't really listen I I don't think the all-star and and I hated the home run derby I talked about it yesterday I think the all-star game it's still the best of all the major sports I mean, it's way better than the Pro Bowl. I don't even watch. Do they even have a Pro Bowl? They changed it, right, to flag football or whatever. I don't even know what they did with it. I hate the Pro Bowl. Always have. It's pointless. You can't play exhibition football. It just it doesn't. You can't play football. You don't care about it. It's, it. Doesn't make any sense. And the basketball one has just become, you know, whatever. Nothing but offense. No one cares about winning. And then these games, at least they care about winning. But the home run derbies. I hate the new home. The home run derby was ridiculous. It was just, let's see how many swings they could get off. I ended up watching, you don't watch the ball fly. Like, they were showing, like, the top 10 moments in, in home run derby history or whatever, right? Yesterday. And it's all these, it's it's Hamilton at Yankee Stadium watching every single one of these monster moonshots fly out deep into the the the, the overhang at, at old Yankee Stadium and barely hitting the back wall. And you would watch the home run. Now you just, it's split screen. And I, I end up just watching the hitter. And I can tell by how he hits the ball, whether it's a home run or not. And then we're just counting. And we're not watching the home runs leave. We're not watching the kids shag the fly balls, although I know one kid got hit. Like We don't watch the, we don't watch the kids shag the, the fly balls. We don't watch the balls travel deep into the night. All we do is watch there and see how many times a Rosarina can swing the bat in three and a half minutes. Like, it's awful. I thought it sucked. I really did. And plus, my two least favorite players in baseball are Rosarina and Vladimir Guerrero. Nothing against them personally, but they're, they're the nemesis. 
Rosarena killed the Yankees and made a name for himself in the 2020 World Series, hitting home runs left and right. And Vladimir Guerrero openly talks about how much he loves beating the Yankees. I got to watch those two guys in the final. And then Rosarena has a good start to the All-Star game. He makes the catch single. The guy's unbelievable. Such a good player. Such a good player. 877-337-6666. We've talked a lot about Otani all morning. You know, I didn't get Mike's opinion. I'm sure Mike thinks I'm a, a moron for willing to trade these guys for Otani for three months in the hopes of signing him. Do you agree with anything I've said? How do you feel about it? What do you want with Otani? In like normal situations, I'm all for trade the prospects for the established thing. If he hadn't been so adamant the first time around yeah. of not wanting to play here mm-hmm. and passing on playing for, I mean, remember this was the the dawn of the baby bombers when they were nothing but potential yeah. coming they off an ALCS appearance, yep. and he went to not the Dodgers but the Angels, yeah, to avoid playing in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just, I can't risk it. You know, if it was last year, even he had a year and a half, I could say go for it because you're at least getting one chance in a World Series. Maybe right. even if the Mets were better this year, right. I would say go for it. Al- yeah. Like agreeing with you, Alvarez off the table, the rest of them we can talk about mm-hmm. because they're so far out of it this year, and I really don't think there's anything they can do to make him stay next year. Mm-hmm. I can't pull the trigger. Yeah, I mean, I understand that thought process. I do think it's changed. I understand your point. He didn't even, you're right, that was prime time to join the Yankees. I mean, if you were going to, Join the Yankees. You're right. That was prime time. They're young. Uh, you could do all, all that, and he wouldn't even take the meeting. It was he. He told the Yankees, "No thanks. Don't show up." So I agree with you. But at the same time, he understood he wanted to be comfortable. I can imagine. Like he's been here for well, that was 2018. So he's been here 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 20. I mean, it's been six years playing in this country. He's traveled to the East Coast. I got to admit, I got to figure that that's loosened up a little bit, right? Do you you think he's that? Much still the West Coast only, West Coast only. Like I would have to it's, think it's possible he's, talk, he's, he's changed ta- his he's mind. Ta- he's talked about what winning means to him now. I, I don't think he necessarily took that into consider. It wasn't that big a deal. It was I want on the West Coast. Now he's talking. He's even though being on the West Coast, he's losing. He's losing. He's losing. Like the idea of being put in a position where you know this owner is going to do whatever it takes. That's that's a that's a good selling point to have an owner that you know has already spent the most money in baseball. And is willing to bring you on and promises you, I'm not done. Like I don't know what other the Dodgers give you that, but well, that that's the big thing. There is only one other team in baseball that's going to offer that, and they're in L.A. Yeah, like if that's you know, even if this was we're saying, all right, the Mariners are going to be the team, yeah. or you know, that any the other Padres, team yeah. but the Dodgers, yeah. because they've been we know they've been clearing payroll yep. the last few years. Yep. To go for it, they are the only team that can match right. the kind of offer that Steve Cohen is going to throw Shohei Otani's way. Yeah, I just don't know enough, or if two months on a losing team will be enough to convince him to stay. Again, if the Mets are having the kind of year they were having mm-hmm. last year, or even you know a couple games over five hundred this year, yeah. hey, he's going to get to experience playoff baseball here. That'll be enough to convince him coming here and playing with a team that is a losing baseball team right mm-hmm. now that has a lot of big decisions to make and not experiencing October baseball, I can't take the risk. For a team that has still spent three years building up what was possibly the worst farm system mm-hmm. in the sport, Yeah, I don't know if they can go back to square one on a chance that he wants right. New York. No, I understand, but I'm afraid that he gets traded to the Dodgers. Like, that's my fear. I understand your point. See, like, that I don't I don't think Artie Moreno... I, Artie yeah. Moreno will keep him and lose him for nothing before trading him to the Dodgers. Yeah, He'll I, trade him somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. He's not trading him there. 
I, I guess that's I, I understand the thought process there, but at, at, if you know, you have to get rid of him. And I they think he would the, trade him to somewhere to take package. less. I guess yeah. he's a bad owner. Yeah. Like we also, no, there were times we we make fun of him. Who no, was he, he was almost, he he's almost out the to? door. He was similar to the Wilpons, especially before yeah. when they spent poorly. Yeah, he, the Wilpons time and time again right. took worse packages, made their GMs who negotiated deals. They yeah. even did it with the Yankees and Jay Bruce a few years ago. Yeah. Sandy Olson had a package that he liked better from the Yankees, and they said no deal him to Cleveland. Yeah. We're not helping that team. Yeah. Bad owners make bad decisions. Yeah, and wasn't wasn't he one of the guys who who voted against bringing Steve Cohen into that the league? Too, yeah. So does he does he make a trade with Steve Cohen? I mean that's that's tough too. So if I mean if it's off the table, it's off the table. I'm just I'm figuring you gotta you gotta at least try it because I I think you can convince him, and he's he's so special, man. Like it's it's something we've never seen before. And if you have the richest owner of baseball, you have to give yourself a chance. I would hate the idea that I never got the chance to sign him. I agree with you that he's the best baseball player who's ever lived. Yeah. And, I mean, the people who want to scream and cry about it, you know, too bad. Yeah. Because it's the not one, like you said, it was the New York Yankees. Anybody who's come over, like that, there's one franchise, the first American baseball franchise you know of if you're an international player. Sure. Is the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. They are the premier the, franchise in the entire world of sports. The, I forget and his, he had no interest in playing yeah. for them. And I forget the name of the, 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 the kid in Japan now just was killing it in the World Baseball Classic. He's the next big name coming. He's a few years away, but he's already openly talked about the Yankees. Like, you're right. The the Yankees are one are the premier franchise, and he didn't even want to take the meeting. So I get it. It's a lot, a lot going on. And there's a lot to consider. And if you lose those guys and you don't get them and don't sign them long term, it's it's tough. It's it's a it, you're right because and the owner has openly talked about rebuilding. I think he, he talks more about the pitching necessarily because if you look around the team, I mean, you got Alonzo, you got uh, Nimmo, you've got McNeil. I mean, you have guys who've come up and Alvarez, through, right? And, and now Alvarez, obviously, and Beatty, and you know, and Vientos, and you have guys who've come through the organization. Hitting wise, but this once proud pitching franchise that is known really, I mean, for its pitching uh, and through its organizational pitching, has been as bad over the last ten years or so. They went dark for a decade. From when Sandy Olson took over in 2011, after yeah. the guys that Manaya drafted in 2010, yep. they went dark for ten years, yep. and we're still not going to know for another year plus right. if the guys Epler's drafted or anything. Right, but we know now. Beyond the shadow of a doubt, yeah. Sandy Olson did not bring a pitcher no, into no. this organization it's a in barren, 10 years. Yeah, no, it's true. And so I don't even think you have the pitching to to like include in the deal. So you're going to include these hitters. Right, they're far, they're far away to the point where you have to hope they want all. It, it's what tripped them up at last year's deadline yeah. with a team like the Cubs. The Cubs wanted pitching, 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 and the Mets were like, don't well, have we him. can offer you Mark Vientos, and they said, right. no, he, yeah. he doesn't throw the ball. Right. It's a problem when, you, when you're looking for pitching to guys that don't throw. That's why Otani's so special. Because he does both. 877-337-6666. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. And Mike makes a good case. And I understand, you know, Sal made a good case earlier. But I'm I'm all in on bringing him here. And I got to give myself the best chance. And I'm willing to take it because I don't even know if I really think that highly of Beatty or Vientos. Like, again, I agree. The Mets pitching has been in such a miserable disarray inside the organization where if they were finally on the cusp, 
and they had these guys in AAA. Instead of Beatty, Vientos, and Mauricio, it was names that you know threw the ball 100 miles an hour. If it was Rocker and you know Lighter and like some of these names that you know got it, it, that you these young pitching prospects, I might feel differently about it because this is what they've been chasing. But they're not there with the pitching prospects. The pitching prospects probably won't be involved in this trade. They do have a lot of guys inside this lineup. They do have you know guys who've been homegrown and guys you believe in and you know you can sprinkle in other guys and you're adding by the way in Otani the premier hitter in baseball to add uh and 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 give you less reason to need some of these guys like uh, Mauricio and Vientos and guys who you're looking for power when you're bringing in the best power hitter in baseball and I understand it might not culminate in a a World Series appearance this year, but I still feel good about the team this year. There's, I mean, they're, they're they are seven games behind with half a season to play. Roughly, there's a bunch of teams in front of them, but there's no reason to think that it's impossible. And especially with Otani, you'd feel like it answers a problem in your rotation. It answers a problem in the middle of your lineup. I mean, and not just like Tommy Pham would answer a, a problem in the Yankee lineup. You're bringing in the premier player. Uh, he's a premier hitter. He's a premier pitcher. He's the kind of guy that could help turn around this season. Just the energy of bringing him. And then plus, you know, you got, I guess, Diaz, his, his brother's telling you he might be back. And suddenly, you know, if they at the, at the deadline also add some relief pitching, which you don't need your top prospects to get relief pitching. Now, if you do that, now you're really getting through trading a lot of the farm system away in hopes of now building this team and forward with Otani. But I just, I can't imagine having the richest owner in baseball, desiring this guy who's the best player who ever lived, and then watching him get traded somewhere else and immediately signing and never even having the opportunity to say, hey, we love you, and I'm filthy rich. <laughs> Why don't you come here? New York is beautiful. The suburbs of New Jersey are a great place to live. Or wherever Met players typically live. I mean, I just, I, I, to watch him go somewhere else would drive me nuts when I know that I have this guy perfectly set for this. Now, hopefully it doesn't happen. Hopefully you're right, and Moreno is a bad owner, and they don't make a trade, and he hits free agency, and the Mets can make that offer. And sometimes when guys get this far along and Otani knows, some guys just want to, I think this was judged too, you want to test the market and just see how much you're worth. Like, I wonder if Otani just wants to hit the open market just to say, well, you know, let, let's see what I, I'm valued at. Well, that's it for me. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening and calling. Mike, thank you very much on the other side, guiding us through this five-hour midnight ride. Al and Jerry are coming up next. I'll catch you tomorrow at midnight again. Everybody have a good day. Take care. We got... Really, no baseball now for a couple days. We wait for the Yankees and Mets to make their return this weekend and bring us our sports back because, God, we've missed them. Everybody have a good day. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Be well. I'm out of here. Sports Radio 1019 FM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.